now entered. You have now entered the Now Girl Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Now Girl Podcast, your weekly dose of encouragement and girl boss talk. We are 10 days away from Christmas. Are y'all excited? (laughs) If y'all can see me right now, I have a huge smile on my face. I really love Christmas time. Around this time of year, do y'all ever feel a little financial anxiety? I do. I want to buy everybody everything, literally. But I also don't want to go into the new year in the hole. And then on top of that, I feel a little guilty about not wanting to make irresponsible financial decisions, which is really weird. Today, we're going to talk about unhealthy relationships and toxic behaviors when it comes to money. We're also going to highlight some ways we can try to change the narrative when it comes to your own relationship with money. This topic is so near and dear to me because if I'm being honest, I think I've struggled with this for my entire life, basically. I've never had a healthy relationship with money. I knew that I needed it to survive and I knew I wanted it for all the extra things that I wanted, of course, to the point where I kind of became obsessed with it. I, I became obsessed with making money. I became so absorbed with figuring out ways to have money that it kind of ruled me in a way. I know that this is something that's kind of glorified in the black community too. So we're never really told that anything is wrong with this behavior or this mindset we're taught go get it go get it by any means necessary and that's what we're showed too especially as a girl we are automatically taught to hustle however you do it that's what we're taught because we're taught not to depend on anybody and you know we just kind of develop that mindset early because we don't want to be looked at as needy I wonder if you guys have had that same same experience you want to always just be on top of your stuff as a young woman and I can speak for myself here but I think that that has developed some sort of trauma it's like a trauma of hyper focusing on money overworking always being in hustle mode because we have experienced lack in lack in some way and we don't want to continue to experience lack so subconsciously we take on the role of a provider and in turn that creates anxiety and pressure as well as a jaded mentality of financial literacy our priorities begin to get rearranged our focus gets cut in half our light gets a little dim because we're never really able to focus on what we want or what we really like because we're always chasing it for whatever reason that is we always hear phrases like money isn't everything but when you don't have enough of it that's a hard concept to grasp In this transition period, I know we're striving to be our best selves. And our highest versions of ourselves don't operate from a space of a lack. We are financially responsible. We are financially aware. um, We don't have poverty mindsets. And we're confident about our financial capabilities. Of course, our highest versions of ourselves are wealthy. I'm going to share some ways I've been able to overcome 
a poverty mindset and develop a healthier relationship with money. One, unlearning the desire for instant gratification. If it's my money and not eating now as a person, it would be me. Instant gratification was a lifestyle, okay? I had no patience whatsoever because I felt like life is happening now. How am I supposed to wait? With every day I had life in my body, I was trying to figure out how to produce income. I had no sense of time because I felt like I just needed to hustle hard enough. Like I didn't need, I didn't take any time to develop anything. I had to really learn how to be patient and how to accept the idea of delayed gratification. I slowly seen how this mindset shift increased my decision making when it came to money, reduced my stress when it came to money, and overall began to improve my relationship and perspective with money because I was allowing myself time to think and not to just be an autopilot all the time. When it comes to money and making it, I've learned that when you are trying to go after it with the mindset of scarcity is literally running away from you. So <laughs> I'm definitely not saying to stop thinking about ways to gen generate more sources of income, but I had to learn to allow myself time to go through the process, if that makes sense. Number two, I had to learn God's original design for wealth. <sighs> Okay, this may be a little controversial, but I have to say because this is what I experienced and it's influenced a big portion of my idea of money. Church was never really forced on me, but the religious people in my life never really spoke highly of people with money. Religious people always associated money with greed or something sneaky or illegal. So subconsciously, I accepted that narrative, which automatically made me feel bad or guilty for wanting to have it. Not only that, but I subconsciously placed myself in a quote unquote bad or greedy box because I knew I wasn't going to not have it. That <laughs> that is a really twisted mindset. It really is. So I had to go see for myself and lo and behold, y'all, God did not design us to be broke. He did not design us to be in poverty. That is actually a direct result of spiritual warfare. But that's another conversation for another day. He made us with abundance in mind. We've just been conditioned to focus on everything we don't have. I'll share a scripture that helps me shift my mindset in the beginning of this. And when I say journey seriously, I've been struggling with it my whole life. It wasn't until 2016 I realized, wow, girl, you got money up here as an idol. And it wasn't until sometime last year or the beginning of this year where I'm finally realizing how to navigate that. So let's get into the scripture. Matthew 6 and 24 no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Now, I was never looking at it like I was enslaved to money or I was devoted to money and I wasn't devoted to God. I was looking at it like, God, no, I need to make money. So what else am I supposed to do? But at this point in life, I'm able to look back on 
my actions and just my way of life. And I and I truly was devoted to the dollar. I truly was by any means necessary. That scripture really made me look at it all differently. And at that point that the question had been raised, now I'm questioning myself. Are you being devoted? Like, is this a thing? Like, I'm really questioning myself because I'm like, what else am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be without anything that I want. I don't want to need anybody for anything. It just was like haunting me. So that's that's when the quest of removing that idol out of my life happened. 2016. And this is a good segue into number three. I had to become very intentional about working my gifts. I know at some point in life, we've all heard an elder in our life tell us our gifts will make room for us. Maybe they didn't necessarily tell us how, but just hearing it kind of did something. Let's give you something to look forward to. At this point in my transition, I wholeheartedly believe that and I understand why now. Like I mentioned in the last episode, I never really thought that I had gifts growing up because it wasn't something tangible. I'm a great learner, great encourager, I'm supportive and all those things, but I didn't really see how I could maximize any of that. So I had to assess my gifts. I had to really start to analyze what what is it that you're good at? What are you good at? What can you do? What's effortless to you? And then I had to accept my gifts. And then I had to figure out how I was going to start to work my gifts. Use them to my advantage for the purpose of serving others. I really started to see that the gifts that you're given are given to you to create opportunities for you to serve others. That's what I believe. And every day that you find an opportunity to serve somebody else, you're creating a pathway, a clear pathway to success and wealth. And ultimately, that's how money is made anyway. Someone provides a service in exchange for a currency, right? All of these points has helped me overcome a poverty mindset of lack and stress when it comes to finances. And I hope that it serves you in some way. I know it won't be overnight. Like I said, I got this idea and question in my head in 2016. We are on our way into 2024. It has taken me this long to break that barrier in my mind and to really start to accept and look at myself like, hey, you can take this path and you can get to where you want to be as long as I'm in alignment, if that makes sense. It doesn't have to be that long for you. The faster you realize the mindset and the relationship that you have with money, the faster you can analyze it and start to make adjustments. By all means necessary, continue to maintain your basics. You know, finding other sources of income that's in alignment with you and taking care of your credit and maximizing your business opportunities if you're already an entrepreneur. If you wanting to be an entrepreneur, taking that seriously you know what I mean we still need to maintain the basics but I just don't believe that we always have to be a hundred percent in get money mode because that begins to take over our life and that's the only thing we care about that's the only thing we're doing we are staying up late we are working double shifts just everything 
revolves around the dollar. And I just believe that's so unhealthy and toxic. And it has been for me, speaking from experience. When money is involved, I know it can start to play a little bit on our psyche because we're comparing ourselves and thinking that we should be at a certain stage in life because we're this age and that's what's normal. We're supposed to have a house. We're supposed to have two cars, two kids, and be able to take care of everything. But that's not the case all the time. (laughs) So in this process, please remember to be gentle with yourself because we are always becoming. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Now Girl Podcast. Make sure you like and comment on your favorite podcast platforms. And don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode.